Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's podcast. This is your coach and your hostess, Nicole DiVincentis, a.k.a. FigureChick911. Taking a little flip on our script, as we talked about in our last podcast here, and we are going to dive in immediately and put something straight on the table. We're talking tonight about women of strength. So here's the lead-in, okay? There's a difference between being a strong woman and a woman of strength. That's the lead-in. And what led up to this podcast, you know there's always a story. (laughs) I can probably tell you it's just been my personal journey. And as, you know, I push the reset and start over button on my life, I wanted to open this book very intentionally. And... I can say 100% with 100% certainty that my previous book, there was a lot of tone of women of women of strength throughout my life, but I really led more so as a strong woman. And with this chapter, I wanted to do things a little bit differently. And here's what it looks like. Let's do a quick contrast here between a strong woman and a woman of strength. So like we're just going to like dive right in. We're just going to get cut straight to the chase right here. All right. So a strong woman. Okay. Why is this even important? You know, what do we care about this? All right. So long story short, this is what happened. So I'm a nurse, right? I registered nurse 20 years. I retired. I decided to do something new. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I had a couple of few failed businesses. Meanwhile, I was doing life coaching and organizational leadership coaching, mostly for men. I started coaching women in the nutritional front, got totally annoyed (laughs) for a few different reasons, decided I much prefer working with men. It's easier. It just, I've always actually had more guy friends than girlfriends. I I just, you know, I like hanging around girls because I like being a woman, but it's kind of exhausting for me. And so, you know, I was over working with guys for a long time and I'm really, really, really great at it. Well, God's been, you know, tapping me on the shoulders for a number of years, I can confidently say, and bringing up this concept like, Nick, it's time for you to go back into the women's world and do some work over there. And I've been fighting it. Um, (laughs) This week, it was just weighing really hot and heavy on me. And finally, I just went into a, a quick recess of prayer and it just At first, I I thought that it was God who was getting ready to move me geographically. For some reason, the town of Denver has been weighing on me. I still don't know what that was all about. But at the end of today or earlier today, it was discussing more about it's time for me to go in and develop out women of strength. So that's where we are. (laughs) So when we last left our story, I mentioned on the last podcast, all right, we're going we're gonna to make a, a couple of changes to this podcast. Now, the backbone of this podcast, so this is the Transformation Gold podcast, all right, for the Transformation Gold Coaching and Training Academy. You can find us at transformationgold.org. You know, we've got a couple of different divisions. We've got a fitness division, and then we've got personal and professional development. Well, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I'm a business owner, and when you are growing a business, I have like this gigantic idea on the different directions I'd like to go. When you're looking at building anything and doing something really, really well, you have to hone in on one thing first and build it up both vertically and then you start expanding horizontally and you get a lot of momentum and then growth comes naturally. So I was looking to identify a target market, a niche market, if you will. And I kept on stepping over towards, leaning towards men, men particularly in their 40s, men who were out of shape, men who were nearing retirement, men who wanted to start something new, simply because it was a comfortable environment for me. But I'm telling you, God's been tapping me on the shoulders, telling me it's time for you to go back and revisit this woman thing. So that's where we're at. So 
to lead into women of strength and and what's the difference between her and a strong woman I want to make something perfectly clear here this is so like unscripted so we're just going to do a little bit of correction um, and then move powerfully forward is that this podcast is taking place in underneath the umbrella of the Transformation Goals Coaching and Training Academy myself I am one of the coaches okay I'm the founder of the academy but I am one of the coaches and one of my gifts is honest to God assisting individuals who are at massive 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 transition points in their life and I don't care if this is like a financial transition this is a health and fitness transition this is coming out of like a really really bad divorce this is any or getting ready to go through a divorce like moving into retirement like any major transition this is even before i've i told you i coached men like i coached men who were kind of like stepping and tiptoeing around the fact that they were going to be getting engaged or having a baby and they were getting a little bit of cold feet prior to taking the plunge or they were in the wrong relationship and so I've, I've coached people from like, you know, all different walks of life and obviously both men and women. And on this podcast, I also have been looking to identify a niche market. And I won't, I won't lie about that. I, that's, you know, as a business owner, that's one of my responsibilities to be able to grow and blossom. And I, the goal of this podcast, regardless of who we're delivering content to, that goal doesn't change. The goal here is to shorten the time period in between when you have an idea and when you execute on it, okay? So that's the ultimate goal. And then give you strategies and tactics to utilize, like directly apply to your particular situation so that you can champion your goals. Like it's pretty self-explanatory. So we bring in all different sorts of trainings and coachings, whether this is champion mindset coaching, whether this is nutrition, whether this is transformational life coaching, whether this is organizational leadership coaching, whether you know it has something to do with muscular development or you know, we're talked about fascia on a few of the podcasts. And you know, again, it's goal idea, goal inception, and here I'm up executing up on this in order to move forward at a really fast clip. And I hold myself to the same standard. So we're talking today again about the difference first and foremost between a woman of strength versus a strong woman and probably like the context like where are we going to be placing this so a little bit about myself if this is your first time joining us on this podcast is that I mentioned I am a registered registered nurse by license and by trade and I work primarily emergency critical care trauma all right so in in kind of a, a little a little bit of a rougher neighborhood you could say in a trauma center and in order to be working well in order to thrive and conquer that environment you have to be a very very strong woman you're dealing with a lot of very very rough personalities you also have a high degree of responsibility in grooming the physicians who are coming through because it's a teaching institution. So that goes to say that there's nurses, there's ER nurses, and then there's ER nurses who are trauma nurses who work at teaching hospitals. Like, <laughs> okay, so I'm the latter. Uh, basically, we don't have time for a lot of nonsense. We call attention to the elephant in the room. We often don't sugarcoat anything that we say, and it works really well in the professional realm, but it doesn't always translate out really well in the personal realm. And so for me, I always found it very hard to try to shut off that side of me so that when I would go home or if I would go out on a date you know with a guy like that he wouldn't see that hard side of me that it would be my soft feminine side and for me it felt like it was a bipolar sort of existence where on the one end it was expected that it was, I could just tell you, it was like a nurse-driven emergency room that we worked in, and I worked on nurse-driven units. It wasn't the doctor having the lead. And so you are put 
in that position with the expectation that if there's a mistake, you call out on it immediately. If somebody's in error, even if it's yourself, you bring it to the attention of everybody right away. Like everybody knows it's a harsh environment and we say that we eat our young, but the good thing is that you know all the shit that's going on, excuse my language. And there were times when I worked at different places where that was not the method of operation. And it was more so you needing to be a lot more politically correct and you had to kind of like sugarcoat a lot of things and you weren't allowed to call attention to mistakes. And as time was going on, I made a lot of the change, the transitions that I had made within my own nursing career it was for two reasons. One, I wanted to be a flight nurse. So I was making adjustments and transitions to acquire more knowledge and gain more work experience so I could be at my best in that role to serve the people to the best of my abilities. But also, as I was moving along and learning about life and expenses and everything else is that I wanted to earn a higher wage. And it was always pretty frustrating to me that when I was working in places outside of that university setting, even though I was making a higher wage, it was more frustrating to me because um, things like safety were not a priority at different hospitals. And when you don't have safety as the forefront, especially in an emergency room, nothing else goes right because you're always operating from a place of like of I don't want to say fear but you're always operating like with one eyebrow up like looking around you at all times or I felt like my license was in jeopardy because sometimes the treatments that were prescribed I didn't agree with and then I was having discussions with physicians and it just seemed to always end up where The the amount of mental angst that went into the nursing practice as I was trying to just earn a higher level of income, it, it always left me very, very disappointed. And I don't ever want to lead with not just a strong energy, but with a combative one where I'm having to fight tooth and nail to do what's right for somebody or something. I will do it, don't get me wrong, but it was, it was exhausting to me. And then the other thing that happened was that the more that I was working, what ended up happening was that all this extra money that I thought that I had, had earned actually went to taxes. And so from pretty early on in my nursing career, and I know that I've mentioned this before on the podcast, there was, I knew that I needed to make a lot of changes. But I didn't know what direction to go. I didn't know what the next thing was going to be for myself, although I was very confident that it had something to do with my owning my own business or somehow working in a a business role, whether it was a brick and mortar or where somehow I was going to be earning a higher wage based on my expertise, if you would, and my ability to lead and my ability to build teams and for my leadership skills. I I knew that that's what it was going to be. But as I made that jump over into free enterprise, what I didn't like about some of the places where I had put up my businesses and and one of the very first ones that I did, I had an allergen-free baking line. And I didn't put it in my own brick and mortar. I placed it in a, in a shared commercial kitchen that had a bakery attached to it and was just completely disheartened by the lack of standards and the cattiness that was occurring between, it was a female cattiness. And as time, let me, how, how can I say this? I don't like to be the woman that has to stomp everybody out in order to do what is right. It seems to me that it shouldn't be that way. It should be a lot simpler than that. 
And so as I was going along and I was moving my businesses from place to place and trying new things and expanding and offering new products and offering new services, it was like if you had, I don't know, like for, for me, like a list of reasons why somebody comes into the emergency room complaining of chest pain. Like there's probably a hundred different reasons why people have chest pain and it's the job of you know, the first, the triage nurse to, to rule out the big bad ones, right? Are you having a heart attack right now? Are you having an asthma attack? Do you have a gunshot wound to the chest? Do you just, you know, snort a line of coke? So you have like all these reasons and it's like they're written up on a chalkboard and you're just like slashing through them. No, 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 it's not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one. And it was the same thing with business that it seemed like no matter where I went, like this didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work. And what I didn't like about some of the people I was collaborating with or the places where I was looking to place my products and or services was the fact that it was either a boys club or it was a caddy environment that was like, it was the female energy was so strong there that it was very much only one woman can be here. We can't, we can't collaborate. We, there, it, it was so frustrating for me. And I just decided, you know what, wherever I go, I cannot operate in this strong woman identity. And I won't because it, it, it defies everything that I, I believe in. I believe that women, we are very strong, but I also believe that we are created as quote unquote, like the weaker vessel, that we're more heart led in a lot of things that we do. Although some of us lead with a stronger masculine energy than other women. And I'm, I'm pretty positive that that's me. And when I say masculine energy, I don't mean in terms of like, you know, it has nothing to do with your sexuality. It has to do with the energy that you lead with. And I can't say for sure if it's because all of my coaches have been men and I've, I've pretty much grown up and worked in male dominated industries. I don't know. I don't really care to explore why this is. All I know is that when it comes to taking things on, taking initiative, I'm the one that, that, that does it. Do you know what I'm saying? I call myself a swooper. And I believe that that has a lot to do with my upbringing in emergency room and that sort of nursing that were very action oriented. And I can also attribute it to my growing up in our, in our household that when you see a need, you fill the need. And that, that was the culture that was bred in me like pretty much my whole entire life. Like there's no waiting around. You are actually three steps ahead of, of where you are taking the people that you're leading or you're responsible for, and that's that. But what I see is, and what I have found, and as the coaching aspect of our business has continued to evolve, what I didn't want to have happen underneath my guidance was women would become so strong. Like a lot of women come to me because I am a woman of strength. I'm very, very strong physically. Uh, God just made me like ridiculously strong. Very, very strong mentally, very, very strong emotionally, very, very strong spiritually. Like I, I know that I am. And a lot of people come to me for that reliance of strength. And they lean and they, they follow that model of strength. And I get questions all the time on, do you, don't, aren't you afraid of anything? <laughs> like you just go and you, you do all these things and you, it's like you have no fear. And it's not whether or not I have fear, it's whether or not I have courage. And, but it's really, I don't think about the fear. I've always been one of those people, like when you are drawn to something or when really, when you commit yourself to doing something, you don't look down the side of the mountain when you're driving on the road, right? Around the, without the guardrails, like you don't do that. You look where you're going and that's how it is. But what I didn't want to have happen was the women that I was coaching to come up and all of a sudden 
move over to the end of the spectrum, the other end of the spectrum, where they lose their femininity and they end up becoming what are what we call strong women. And I want to be very intentional about how I, how I teach and how I coach on this particular concept here so that we have full clarity and that we're doing so by coming together from a point of understanding, not from a point of trying to defend one ourselves or how we feel. That's not the intention here, okay? So women of strength is one dimension of our coaching academy which is exclusively devoted to the development of women. There is a very strong faith backing towards it, although some women may be deterred by that, and, and maybe that's something that we don't address with you for a very long time, but the underlying current of it is, I, I would say, it's the golden rule, right? <laughs> treat others how you want to be treated, but there is somebody who I think it's important to have role models who is like the epitome of a role model for today's modern woman and I know that today like women we just we wear multiple hats and if you're a single mom you are tending towards the needs not just the maternal needs of your child or your children but oftentimes you're you're fulfilling the role of the father and you're trying to expose them to the right men and sometimes that's not successful and and you're doing so many things and then you know all women I think most of us work and sometimes you're the primary income earner and so you're the you're ultimately the breadwinner and you're trying to you know maintain things at home like the laundry and the cleanliness of the home and you're still trying to go to school and you, you, you have kids activities but then you have friends but you can't really see them and and your life is going all over the place and there's women who rock this out usually at the expense of their health and that's why I end up seeing them you know down the road because they've neglected their health and they haven't slept for the better part of 10 years and haven't eaten anything except for you know maybe a lean cuisine and like frozen pizza every single day <laughs> but what I didn't want to have happen underneath my guidance was that development without a role model you know who is it that me myself I'm looking to aspire to become like not because it's like a groupy thing but as with anything, like when you're looking to take on a new career, you are looking to become a mom, like you look at people and you think, gosh, you know what, I really like how they do that, or I, I like how they are with people, or I like, you know, this person, like she's awesome at her job, I mean, she just like owns that stuff, and you think of the things that they do, or how they handle certain situations, and that's how you that's one of the ways that you shape yourself and that's why I feel it's important about having a role model in your life as well so a couple of years ago I went on a quest looking for a role model for today's woman because I saw a lot of things on social media which were talking about alpha women and it wasn't belittling them. And I, I, this again, this is not like slant towards women or anything that's negative or bad. Like, again, I know what it's like to be a woman operating in a man's world. I know what it's like to be a woman operating in a boys' club. And I know what it's like to be a woman who is 100% up in survival mode, either in the personal and or professional space, and what it takes from you to be able to not just survive, but to actually thrive in those environments. I've been in all of those situations and it, it's hard because sometimes what happens is that power force that you lead with, it can overshadow your femininity. And that's all, period. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the sentence there, but when you take a step back, and for me, what happened was I started to explore my faith. And when you coach with me, I make no, no secrets about the fact that, you know, I, I work to put God as the number one position in my life. And most, if not all, of 
how our business and our academy is structured, it's actually based on biblical principle. Meaning, you know, different things like, you know, don't covet other people's, you know, spouses, right? Like don't don't lie, like don't steal, don't kill like the Ten Commandments there, but also how to become a very strong steward of your finances, how to make money work for you. Believe it or not, money is talked about in the Bible in a very positive way. But also, how is a woman supposed to operate in today's world when there's really no previous examples except for skews on the bell curve as to how we're supposed to be? And now more than ever, you know, you see everything all over the place, like the future is female and you know, I think it's very refreshing to see, you know, women who are very, very gifted and very, very talented being in positions to have different opportunities extended to them cleanly without having to basically donate their left kidney or anything else if you catch my drift in order to get an opportunity or to be promoted or something like that. But in those roles, I wanted to find somebody that was an example for all of us. And so I found this woman, and she's not like secret or anything like that, but she's she's discussed in a book of the Bible called Proverbs, and specifically it's Proverbs 31, and she's known as the Proverbs 31 woman. And she, and if you look through the Bible, like there's really no single women in the Bible. There's really no women who are married, who are working, so to try to find somebody <laughs> that we could use for today to guide women and a point of reference for when you're on those roads. And for me, it's been kind of, it's been a shaky walk where I feel like on the one hand, all right, I want to be, you know, a God-honoring woman and I want to be very heart-led, but I also have a responsibility <laughs> to earn an income for myself. So this isn't like, you know early times where women didn't work we're in a different space right now I have to have some sort of point of reference as to is it okay for me to like produce like mad and then what happens like is this going to be a deterrent for men like these are the things that go through my head and some people may say like gosh you're just overthinking this but as a woman who has never been married before and for the most part, that's been an, it's been an elective choice of mine that for me, I am a very, very strong woman and I know that I am. I am a woman ultimately of strength now, but even before a very, very strong woman that even though I believe in a very traditional relationship between man and woman, I, I do believe that somehow a woman She's supposed to follow the lead of a man, and I have never found a man who is strong enough to lead me. I found one who was mostly strong enough. He was lacking in some of the most important areas to push that relationship forward, but aside from him, there was no other man who was strong enough to lead me, who I trusted to lead me, and so for me, I can say that I pulled out of a lot of different relationships and it sucked because all these years, I can't tell you how many times, like how many Christmases I've been alone, how many birthdays have been alone, how many Valentine's Days have been alone, how many freaking, you know, Christmas songs come on and I freaking cried myself to sleep. I can't tell you how often that happened. I did it to myself because I, I didn't want to settle for something that I knew I shouldn't be a part of. And the times when I dropped the standards, I ended up in some very, very horrific relationships that were just freaking like, like they were downright abusive. But aside from that, like making that decision as a single woman, like, and I don't have any children, I can tell you that as much success that I've had out in the limelight when it comes to career or different things that I have done, it's always been by myself. And I don't have any other perspective. I don't know what married women go through. I, I don't know any of that. I only know the perspective of, all right, well, what happens when you are in your 40s 
and all this time you've had people barking in your face about you need to go find a husband and, and why can't we find somebody for you and you know why don't you let us fix you up and, and like you're having all this pressure but when you don't have somebody who is on the same playing field as you or doesn't have your degree of hustle or doesn't have your commitment to doing things well but most importantly does not share your value system especially when it comes to for me for for relationship with God it's a stall like you can't follow a parked car <laughs> and so I do as that woman getting back to the point is you know, I have no problems as a high producer in any career, but I found myself at a point where it didn't seem like a relationship was ever going to happen, and it didn't seem like motherhood was ever going to happen. And I will tell you, to go through all of that and then start over, like leave a nursing career to go do something else, I would be totally deceiving everybody if I didn't bring up into the light how often I wrestled with the fact that maybe I was too much and I shouldn't move forward with the business maybe a business is a bad thing it's going to be a deterrent to a man and maybe I shouldn't do it and it was the same thing with competing you know what maybe this is too much I'm too physically strong I'm stronger than pretty much any man that I know and I, I tried to smash down and contort myself and do something different so that that overall I guess submissive softer side would come through and it was an it was a no-go but I didn't have somebody else like in the Bible like who's my point of reference here because maybe I am a strong woman I'm telling you these are the thoughts that I've had for a number of years and I'm sure from the outside it just is like why would like just be yourself but again, I cannot emphasize enough to you like how big of a pain point not having a relationship has honest to God been for me. I mean, if you can imagine, and this is not meant to garnish sympathy from you, this is to get you in the place of where I'm delivering this message as a woman of strength and where we are moving forward and you know what that has to do with you know <laughs> championing your goals is that when there's an area of your life which is such a huge pain point you people are driven by two things you are either pursuing something that you want or you are avoiding pain and I will tell you that there's something called the biological clock and when that mother gets ticking, it's not ticking, it's like freaking Big Ben and it will just like shake your world in different ways. And I don't know if men experience it and I don't even know any women who, who had that experience and didn't have it fulfilled with motherhood. So I'm coming towards this as like a, holy shit, I probably missed my opportunity here. I'm angry, I'm resentful. I'm, you know, older now, nobody wants me, nobody even calls me for dates anymore because I don't deal with low-level, lazy-ass bullshit. I know that sounds totally harsh, and but at the end of the day, like, I cannot, I cannot afford to have a man in my life who is not steady and forward on his walk with God because of the position that he has in my life. And so that really has made a lot, it's, it's eliminated like 99% of the people that I know. And you know, then there's like the whole age factors. I mean, so when you start a new endeavor, and, and this is the point I wanna make when it comes to being a woman of faith, or a woman of strength rather, is that for me, I am a very strong woman. I'm a very, take charge sort of a woman. I'm very action oriented. I consider myself, I call myself to be a swooper, right? There's a problem, there's a situation, there's a goal or whatever. I'm all about it. But when it comes to this area of relationship with a man and then what am I doing in the meantime? It was a total mind death for me. And I finally just decided, you know what? Like this is causing me way too much. This is literally causing me way too much pain. I, I cannot do this. I need to know like what, where I'm growing to. I need to know that 
the woman that I'm becoming is is a woman of quality and a woman of character. That much is important to me because I also believe that I'm a role model for younger women and probably even women who are my age. You know, who's that? I know that I exert a lot of influence over a lot of people and I want to be sure that I'm leading the people who are coming up next to me and behind me in the right direction. And again, came across the woman in the Bible as a Proverbs 31 woman and she's pretty much an overall badass and the cool thing about her is like she's she's an entrepreneur she's a real estate investor like she she's she's married she has children her husband like basically like kisses the ground that she walks on because she's all in all not just a good worker but she is wise and she is kind and her words reflect that And so once I read those qualities about her, I knew that if there was ever a woman that I would like to grow into, it was her. So she has become that role model, like not like an idol where we have like a statue of her or something like that, but the qualities that she embraces and embodies that she's not a either or woman. She's not a, I can either have a family or a career sort of a woman, she's what I call a yes and woman. You can have a family and a career. You can have a family and be an investor. You can be a wonderful wife and a fantastic mother and you can still be kind and you know give to other people. And the word is probably not balanced. The word is that she excels in all the different areas. Like she's got her shit together. Like that's who this woman is. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that every woman is very strong. And when she's up and she's on a mission, like she's got her shit together and she's moving forward. It's walking that line of when you have your energy, which is leading you, that you're still leading with a softer energy that it's not just like you're walking like a bull in a china shop and just like although it happens it happens to the best of us when you get under stress so i wanted to have a home a a base for women to come and tap into for both the personal and professional space as well as health and fitness and have you know that home base for women to plug into to be refueled, to be refreshed, to be infused with hope and encouragement, education and inspiration and professional development and strong backings of faith and family and get into things like finances and and nutrition. Like every single thing that our academy teaches and coaches on, I wanted to have a haven for women to come because there's things that are far different, as everybody knows, about what governs and what is important in a woman's life versus a man. And even so, there's things that are still shared between women, whether or not we're married, have ever been, have children, or have not. It's just, it's unique to women. And so with that, Women of Strength is that. We actually have a Facebook group that is not developed but it's going to be and we are starting you know to invite some different women in and we are going to be speaking at different women's events and um, collaborating with different women to come on this podcast to assist you my ladies in moving forward with your goals in learning how to become that Proverbs 31 woman but if it makes more sense to you a woman who's yes and right who's not fueled by seething anger and resentment but a woman who is leading with grace but she's not a doormat does that make sense like she doesn't have to be right all the time like she waits her turn when you know to be spoken to like she commands the room when she walks in just like princess diana like when she walked in that woman didn't have to say Jack, right? Every Like the world stopped when Princess Diana came around. That was simply how she led herself. She's one of the most 
quiet and soft-spoken women, yet she goes down in history as being one of the strongest and most influential women ever, and she did fantastic work. Does that make sense? She wasn't loud, she wasn't catty, she didn't talk badly about people. She did barely even like to do interviews when she was starting to share about some of the, the you know, the personal, you know, stories that she had and, and where she lived and, and her experiences while she was, you know, a royal. You could tell she was very uncomfortable with that. There wasn't in her nature, like she was a very kind and, and giving sort of a woman. And, and that's the hub that we want to have for all of our women. And it doesn't mean that you have to be a Princess Diana, like some of the women of strength that I have, they're like strong, hardcore bodybuilders. <laughs> yet they're women, right? They like to get their nails done. They like their facials. Like they like to bake cookies. Like there's a place for everybody with that. So I want to just, you know, be clear on some of the history and then talk just a little bit tonight about the difference between being a strong woman and a woman of strength. So a woman, a strong woman rather, is a woman who has to be right all the time, okay? So she comes in, she's very, very take charge. She has to be right all the time. She's got to be speaking all the time. She has to have the last word all the time. And she tends to usurp the leadership of other men. Not just in a professional space, this can be seen in her personal space as well, okay? Many times the strong woman is called alpha woman, but I think there's a distinction between the two. Alpha is more take charge. Strong woman is more so in my eyes, like always have to be right and is led by pride and is led by ego. All right, a woman of strength is not. A woman of strength is actually led by love. And when you look at love, Love is one of the strongest forces around. Love doesn't always have to be right. Love speaks truth, but love doesn't always have to be right. Love doesn't have to dominate a conversation. Love is graceful, love is patient, love is kind. Oh, I've heard that before. Yes, if you've ever been to a wedding, you've probably heard that before, okay? Love never fails. It keeps no record of wrongs, okay? So that's the backing of a woman of strength, okay? She's respectful. She minds her manners, all right? It doesn't mean that she's a doormat, all right? A woman of strength just commands herself completely differently. And I would say more times than not, she probably doesn't place herself in situations where there's going to be what I call low-level behavior, all right? Or if she does, she functions a lot, let's say like a Mother Teresa. There's another one. Mother Teresa, how big was she? She was like four foot something, like a tiny little woman. Like she weighed like 80 pounds. But man, that woman, <laughs> she was like... She would just take on like high, like ranking government officials. Like she, she was fearless. That woman was fearless, but very soft-spoken, very gentle, very devoted to her work. <laughs> I was thinking about one time. I remember I, I was did I read about her? I was listening to a podcast about Mother Teresa, where she was at some sort of government thing in the United States and I think the topic the hot topic at the time it had to do with abortion and pro-life if I'm not mistaken and they told her Mother Teresa okay before you go on stage like she was speaking like all like a huge 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 group of people very very high ranking public officials okay before you go out there there's just one thing like you can't talk about abortion. You just can't do that. And I don't know whether or not she agreed to it or whatever, but the woman, she's like 30 seconds on stage and she starts, she talked about it anyway. Like, just, and so you can just picture like this 80 pound little nothing sized woman, you know, she's the size of a Smurf out there. I mean, she just like, she was fearless, but she was very much love-led. And that's the difference between a woman of strength and a strong woman is that you can have 
you can have not agenda what's the word you can have your issues that you're fighting for and but it's it's done from a place of of poise and it's done from a place of love it's not from a domineering or an angry or a sarcastic or a gossipy sort of place in you okay so that's the distinction there between a woman of strength and a strong woman okay now she's not boring she's not you know a killjoy by any sense but a woman of strength is very aware of the no-nos if you will like gossip is a cancer so when it comes to women of strength like we do not we have a zero a zero tolerance policy when it comes to gossip and gossip by definition is negative things spoken about somebody to an individual who was not in the position to correct it okay that's really what gossip is so we have a zero tolerance policy when it comes to gossip all right same thing with slander same thing to little off you know setting remarks that that come about when one woman experiences you know some sort of accomplishment in whatever capacity whether it's she's lost weight or she's got professional you know accomplishment or something like that there's no side remarks which are made and there's nothing which is done to bat that woman down okay a woman of strength and the women of strength like it's a very very I call it it's a clean environment and it's a place for all women to plug in not so that you know you can sit there and complain and talk about you know our day and just like it's vomiting of feelings everywhere like it's still very clean all right so it's not talking about disappointment it's not droning on and on about whatever ailments you have and about how things never change like it's honest to god a very very clean and clear place where we can come together become very recharged and then go back out towards our respective mission fields and you know do whatever we're here on the planet to actually do does that make sense and so with that i'd like to challenge you with food for thought on the type of woman that you would like to become and you know by no stretch of the imagination am i a theologian or a minister or anything like that i'm i'm merely the the one of the vessels you know through which you know some messages are being communicated outwards to you but as you are moving forward with your goals and you find that perhaps you're not closer to the goals that you actually want or when you are attacking your goals and i use that word on purpose is that you're ending up with the same sort of result but you're really not getting any farther ahead is is it time for you to do something different or challenge yourself to grow in a different way in order for you to have the results that you want and sometimes what what has to happen is a shaving off of some of those rough edges for you to not become smushed down into a box but so that you can actually blossom like a rose bush you know you have to prune off some of the the dead stuff in order to get better growth and it's the same thing with a woman whereas on the flip side sometimes if you are simply in the wrong environment and you are not fully empowered you are not allowed to actually grow into your full potential women of strength infuses you with that strong backbone and that empowerment for you to develop into the right area so the challenge for you today ladies is to really catalog and really give some thought about not just one specific goal but the woman that you want to become are you on the track to becoming her are you already on the track to becoming her are there things about yourself that you would actually like to clean up does that make sense and that's why women of strength actually exist so what i promise you and and if you'd like to read a little bit more again the woman that we speak of is she's called the proverbs 31 woman so you can just put that on any engine search and you can see that she was talked about by i think it was a king or a prince 
prince's mother was telling him the type of woman that he should look to marry. You know, this is what she, you know, her price is far beyond rubies. And they were advising him on the type of woman that he should be on the lookout for. And so what I want to assure you of is that, you know, and this is coming from a single woman. And when you become the counter to the partner that you are looking to attract into your life, that's when he will show up and not a second sooner. But I want you to know that your counter, your partner, all right, he is looking for you. So don't dim your shine. Don't try to contort yourself down into something that people are trying to get you to become. You were given your gifts on purpose. It's just how you choose to deliver them to the world and where you choose to deliver them to the world. I promise you, you will never be too much for the man that God made for you. You will never be able to say the wrong thing to the right person. Your job is to develop yourself to that highest and most beautiful potential. And I promise you that that's where he's waiting for you. That's where your knight in shining armor is waiting for you. He's just simply waiting for that, that glimmer of, ha, there she is right there. Okay? I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. So with that, we're going to close out this podcast this evening. A little bit softer of a podcast, but I want to be sure, again, that we're that we're fulfilling and filling the need of everybody who comes to us for coaching and training, all right? So this has been Nicole DeVincentis. It's been an absolute pleasure and an absolute honor having you on tonight's call. I look forward to meeting you and working with you in the future. Again, you can visit us directly by going to our website, which is transformationgold.org. We have some lovely blog posts for you written specifically for women, and then there you can see our two separate divisions you can click on through we've got personal professional development and then we also have a very very large fitness division which is about working okay so we're going to work out and work to become better Um, but again at the end of the day question am I becoming am I closer to or farther from the woman that I want to become thank you for joining us everybody we'll talk to you next time have a good night bye-bye